the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And today you are more blessed than usual because today uh, we have guests. Uh, and I want you to know that we are actually going to open our phone lines up. Uh, the phone number is 651-289-4466. We'd like to wait till the third segment because today we were supposed to have two guests, but uh, one of them was called into duty. He's a lot uh, does important things, and so uh, we're going to be short one guest, but we're going to have a great guest. Uh, and it's an author, a, a friend of mine, someone you know, and someone we've had on uh, Like It Matters Radio before, someone who's a graduate of Leadership Awakening, someone who's a 30-year retired law enforcement officer, uh, and I had the blessing of meeting this gentleman when he was writing his first book. And I believe, and I should have this ready, I think it's From Sorrow to Amazing Grace. Uh, and it's a great story. He's a great man. Uh, and this is his second book. And so uh, it's exciting because this book is called Gunrunner. And by the way, this book is a page turner. You will not be able to put it down. I'm going to warn you right now. Uh, it's going to be hard to put it down once you get going. I've scanned through a copy I was just sent. I read what other people said, and everybody I hear from, it is a page-turner. It holds you. It's real life. It's true uh, tr- crime drama. Uh, it is amazing. Uh, and it's a story of redemption, of hope. It's, it's phenomenal. But Gunrunner is the name of it. Gunrunner, that's one word. Highly recommend it. It's sold everywhere. Downloadable, uh, paperback version, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. And like I said, it is already a, a bestseller, uh, top of the list for Amazon. So it's a true crime book centered on a real-life Boston area detective, Mario Oliveira. Now, Mario was going to join us, and he still might, uh, but he was called into a meeting. Uh, so I gave him the, uh, the, the call-in number. So if he gets out of that meeting before we're done here today, he'll be calling in. But Mario Oliveira, who embarks on a series of interconnected gang crimes that leads to his own murder, it's during death that he learns his most important lesson. He's still here to tell you about it. And Gunrunner contains elements of faith, true crime, life, death, redemption, resiliency, and spirituality. It says it's a true story that has twists and turns in every chapter the readers won't expect, but it's well worth the read. The book is currently trending as the number one new releases in the psychology and Christianity category on Amazon. So without further ado, let's welcome my good friend and author, Keith Notek. Hey, brother, how are you? Hey, Brother Scott. Man, it's great to be with you, my friend. It's been a while. It's been a while. And you know you know what's so cool, Keith, 
is as uh, I'm reading up this morning, I spent about two hours just checking into what other people were saying about this book. And I'm telling you, brother, uh, great job. Great job. You, if what other people, I mean, I'm just going by what I'm hearing, and it's stunning. And you know what's so cool, Keith? I was there. So I was at your house. Remember when I went to L.A. and you let me stop over and I stayed over at your house and uh, you had yep. finished the first book and all that. And then you had told me, hey, I got this person reached out to me and you showed me the video and all that. So the cool thing for me as your friend is I was there at kind of when this whole thing kind of started unfolding. Uh, and now to see how you walk through it, that's phenomenal. So what I first want to do, Keith, is just take a few minutes. You know, let's set up the story before the story. Who is Mario? What was he doing? How did we get to the point that he was murdered, which basically is what this book is about? Not just the murder, but his redemption, how he came back. So give us the backstory if you don't mind. Sure, absolutely. Mario uh, Oliveira. Uh was actually, uh, I'll go way back from the beginning, he was an immigrant from Portugal. And his parents brought uh, him and his siblings to the U.S. They settled in the Boston area uh, in Somerville, Massachusetts, um, for a better life. So um, English was Mario's second language. Um, He told me that when he was growing up, he used to see police cars drive by and He'd just be fascinated by that. And, and he thought, oh, you know, I think I want to do that. I want to be a police officer someday. So his brother John was actually hired by uh, the Somerville Police Department first. Uh, Mario did a bunch of other things prior to going into law enforcement. And then the day came when he entered into the police academy, um, graduated, and hit the streets. Uh, Somerville hired him as a dispatcher at first. So uh, Mario worked patrol, um, you know, uniform patrol in a marked police Mm -hmm. car and all that for Somerville. Um, He did that for, I want to say it was five years, and he really developed a reputation as a patrol guy out on the streets, uh, just talking to people, stopping and talking to people. You know, a popular buzzword today is community policing. <laughs> yep, um, yep. And Mario did it. He lived it. He, he walked the walk. You know, he was genuinely interested in people and developed a rapport with them. Well, pretty soon they started telling him as a, as a young patrol cop about crimes occurring and, and, you know, who, who was in the mix and, you know, who's pulling off this crime or that crime. And he started working those cases, um, as a uniform guy, um, which led eventually to him being promoted as a detective, a plain close detective. So, um, he went into that role, did that for a couple of years, um, cracked a really huge case, called the Ocean's Eleven case. And what what that was, there was a a gang of hoodlums. um, They were actually very well organized, um, and they they had (laughs) talk about strategic planning and contingency planning. These guys were pretty smart. They were pulling off heists at houses uh, when people weren't home. Sometimes the people were home. And the burglaries yeah. actually turned into a you know home invasion robbery type of situation, oh, wow. but they were uh, robbing these people uh, at gunpoint or when they weren't home. They were actually literally taking safes out of people's homes. Wow. You know how heavy wow. a safe is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and and you know coin collections you name it uh cash whatever and mario cracked the case and he put a bunch of them uh in jail and then it was during that case when um he started getting these illegal gun cases um coming to him where um firearms were being illegally transported into um massachusetts from other states and uh, with the serial numbers filed off, that's a felony, by the way, to file off yeah. a serial number on a firearm. So they're doing this stuff, and these gun dealers, these gun runners, thus the name of the book, Gun Runner, they were... We've got about uh, one minute left, so just yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah, they were uh, uh, getting these guns out to illegal street gangs, uh, notorious street gangs, and they were committing murders with them and such. So Mario... Yeah got assigned to an ATF task force as a uh, an investigator on those cases. And this is what basically leads up. This is kind of where the story is, because I know now what happens. How, you know, I've read the uh, scan the book and all that. And so uh, after the break, I'm going to go, because this kind of what leads up. So he's working on gun running, people who are running guns. And guns, I mean, guns are a big issue right now. That's why I think it's so cool what you're writing about, because I think what you're writing about in this story, Mario's story, is not just about uh, the illegal flow of guns, but it's also about the role of the law enforcement officer in society. Uh, it's about how people are treated, not just when they serve, but also when they're in need. Uh, it's about the state of our country. Uh, it's about the state of family and friends. It's about redemption, and it's about God. Uh, and, man, as I unfold it, you got everything in this book, Keith. Everything's Amen. booked. And now that you, Amen. Yeah, you set up the, yeah, it's exciting. I, I'm happy for you, brother, that you get to be a part of it. So after the break, now that we got the backstory, now we'll go into the book. Uh, and we'll break down some things. I'll probably actually have you read a little excerpt if you don't mind. So uh, we're going to hold on for a minute, Keith. We'll have a three-minute break to pay the bills, and then we'll be right back. I am Mr. Black. We'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. 
and school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and we are back. And today we are so blessed uh, because uh, we're talking about a bestseller on Amazon, a book called Gunrunner. And I uh, got my good friend, uh, author. He's a co-author of this book, but he's written a, a book before this. Uh, he's a friend. He's a graduate. He's a 30-year retired law enforcement officer, and he's just a downright good guy. So let's welcome back my good friend, Keith Notek. So thanks again, Keith. I know you're a busy man. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, brother. I'm blushing right now after that buildup. <laughs> <laughs> well, your wife told me to say it, so hey. She said, if, if I want a place to stay next time I come by, say this about my hubby. No, you know, I love she loves it. you, but so do I. She, so do I. But hey, so there's... I want to read um, this excerpt uh, from uh, that I got off. I think it was off of Amazon about the book, and then I want to kind of bring it back in. So let me just read this. It says, Gunrunner is a true crime book centered on real-life Boston area detective hero Mario Oliveira, who embarks on a series of interconnected gang crimes that leads to his own murder. It is during this death that he learns his most important lesson. And said, "Here's he's here to tell you about it. So here we go. Shot six times at point-blank range. Mario not only solved the big case, he's about to get answers to life's nagging questions. What happens when we die? Shot to bits, they rush Mario into trauma. With little hope he'll survive, Mario hangs on by a thread as his life flashes before his eyes. Then he is suddenly transported back to know this whole, to how this whole mess started. Mario follows the infamous Matt Kramer, public enemy number one for supplying notorious gangs with untraceable handguns using countless crimes and murders. Mario's quest to close this case got him killed. The savvy detective summons a streetwise ex-gang member, Leon, to be his new partner. Unfortunately, Leon happens to be an undocumented immigrant, but that's not the crime Mario's tracking. Instead, the unlikely pair of practical become best friends. First, Leon dismantles a Brazilian gang of thieves, and now Mario scrambles to get Leon and family protected visas. 
Mario is back on the streets alone and flirts with death on many occasions as his undercover work stings a mass of illegal guns, dozens of arrests, and the big ticket items driving him. But Mario will stop at nothing, even take six bullets if it means solving the case, and he'll prove it to you. Man, that, that gets me excited just reading it, man. I, I mean, what a, what a great book. So you, you gave me the backstory. So now give me the story. What happened? So you want me to read uh, this yeah, little chapter? I would love a segment. Yeah, do you have a cool chapter? Why don't you read a couple I'd- of minutes and tell us what you're reading from. I do, brother. I'm gonna I'm gonna read something uh, that you know. The amazing thing about this story. Let me just back up. The amazing thing about this story is it's true. Okay, uh, I did some research and it's it's validated. It's credible. It's well documented. Um, that's why to me it was just insane um, what happened. So I'm like, man, I'm going to write this thing. So let me read you this excerpt right up to the point to where Mario gets shot. Uh, The chapter is The Night I Died. The fear of death follows from the fear of life. A man who lives fully is prepared to die at any time. Mark Twain. It was a cool and clear November night in Somerville, Aside from the usual light pollution from the urban landscape and city streetlights, I can remember seeing stars in the sky in the night sky. It was general election night in the town on November 2nd, and there were a lot of cops working extra duty assignments, keeping law and order uh, at the polling stations. I happened to be working on my normal task force assignment that night. Other than the fact that there were Uh, Many people on the streets that evening, due to the election, I figured it would be a quiet and uneventful shift. I wore civilian attire and had my badge stowed on a neck chain-type badge holder underneath my shirt. I usually didn't wear my bulletproof vest as a task force detective like I did when I was on patrol, but of course, I'd put it on if we were going to serve an arrest warrant or hit a house on a search warrant. My partner Brian Hudson and I decided to take a drive by Matthew Kramer's mother's house on Gibbon Street. The kid skipped town, and he didn't even come up as a blip on the radar. He knew he was going to jail if the police contacted him. So what would the chances be of him actually being in Somerville on election night? As we pulled onto Gibbon Street from Benton Street, we looked and saw Kramer's red Honda Accord parked in front of his mother's house. Holy crap, he's there. Yes, Matt's car was parked in front of his mom's house. I need to set up on the house and throw a plan together. This I did not expect. I called my lieutenant, Joe McCain, and Sergeant Jerry Reardon to come over to my location. I told them to meet me on the sidewalk at Gibbon Street and Central Street because Matt Kramer, a wanted felon, was in the area. The plan we ultimately came up with was that when I saw Matt go to his vehicle, I would run up behind him and get him proned out on the ground. Then Brian will come around with our unmarked police car and bumper lock Matt's car so he can't get in and drive away. Essentially, bumper locking is putting the front bumper of our police car against the front bumper of Matt's car. My lieutenant and my sergeant were going to be my backup. Then finally, I will cuff him up and cart him off to jail. Yep. Sounds like a solid plan. Let's do it. Oh, no. Matt made it to his car before I could get to him. I started running over to him. As soon as he started his 
car's ignition, I opened his car door, grabbed him around his throat, and put my pistol to his head. I visibly displayed my badge over my shirt, and I started giving him commands. Get out of the car. You're under arrest. Get out of the car. I noticed that he straightened his legs out and pressed his feet onto the car's floorboard, making it very difficult for me to pull him out of the vehicle. At one point, Matt started repeatedly screaming, effing shoot me, effing shoot me. I remember thinking to myself, man, I've got to get him out of this car. And then we know the rest of the story after wow. that. Wow. I mean, I get, I can sit that way. I should have interviewed. I should let you read for an hour. That's, that's, <laughs> that's like, wow. Wow. Um, and then we know. But that's, you know, this is, uh, as I knew, you know, it's weird. I think I was with you and you shared some of this. But this is really the story that leads up to the story. Because when I read through and scan what you told me, uh, this guy w- was dead. And then it's like any good story. All of a sudden, you're in the middle of a story, and a brand new character comes in. And that right. character is a doctor, a trauma doctor. right? And he, he's the guy that you showed me the video when I was at your house. And I go, that's a cool dude. You've got yeah. so I I thought the doctor was pretty cool. So he goes in the hospital and he basically gets shot six times and he's 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 pronounced dead. Is that how it works? How to go into some of that in the in the emergency room? Yeah. So Mario's shot six times. Um, he's carted off to the hospital um, and he died three times uh, on the operating table. Um, you know and and. He had memories of what was going on. He could cite uh, everything that happened in that operating room. And the doctor, Dr. David King, was just blown away by it. He's like, dude, you're dead. You know, you were dead. You had no pulse. Um, Your blood pressure crashed. He's like, dead people can't form memories. And... Mario was very specific. He remembered, you know, conversations and words, and you know, he remembers the the gurney ride. The special from nurse, the e- right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, there was a nurse in the room that comforted him uh, during that time. The only thing was, uh, after everything was said and done, and Margie, uh, Mario was in uh, recovery. Uh, the doctor said, that nurse isn't on my team. There was no nurse matching that description. So who was the nurse? Whoa. That's the big question. Who was the nurse? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That Every time I hear that, now that's probably the fourth time I've heard that, and I think two of them directly from you, uh, mm-hmm. that just gives me chills. That just yeah, gives that's me amazing. Chills. Because through all this, this is really a story to me. I keep using that word redemption, although I don't know if that book is in there anywhere. But got hit, Mario's life's changed. See, Mario lost his life. And then God said, I'm not done with you yet. And so God is above science. He created science. He created the body. Remember, to Lazarus, he said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus had been dead for four days. I think the Bible shows uh, four or five times uh, that Jesus Christ resurrected someone. People don't even know that. Uh, and yet Mario is now on that special list of people that have been resurrected, people that have been given a second chance. Uh, and what I want to do after the break is talk about two things. Number one, uh, I want to talk a little more about Dr. King 
because I think he's a fascinating man because there's a great leading character right there and his will, his determination, and how Mario's experience affected him, affected him deeply. I want to talk about that. But secondly and most importantly, I want to talk about how has this changed Mario? You know, who was Mario before this? And by the way, I read some, a lot of things. He was a good guy before this ever happened. But Absolutely. I know he's a totally different man today. I, it has to be. It has to be. But here's the second question I want you to ponder, Keith, in the break, is how has it changed your life? Because you might have just been writing the story. Just like the apostles, the story they wrote in the gospel was Jesus' story. But it changed them by writing it. It changed them Amen. by living it. And Keith, I know you're a man. You're a man of God. You're a man of grace, a great man of mercy. Not always been that way. Just like I've not always been that way, but you are today. And so I'd like to know at some point today as well is uh, how's it changed Keith? How's it changed Keith Notek writing this book? And for my listeners out there, uh, we're going to open the phone lines. I'd love to hear from you. Six five one two eight nine four four six six. If you want to have a question for Keith, if you just want to make a statement. You know, today with law enforcement officers, with gun crimes, uh, with the lack of God, with us moving away from God and moving away from our old past, this is a time to take a look at ourselves. This is a chance to dig deep. Mario's story is our story, and Mario's reflection is our reflection. Let's continue that after the break. I'm Black, and we'll be right back. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive, professional, communication training, to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 855-PSALM-32. That's 855-PSALM-32. 855-PSALM-32. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy. 
because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we are talking with uh, retired law enforcement officer Keith Notick, but he's just not a retired police officer. He's also author. Uh, your first book, would you uh, would you call it uh, autobiography? What would you call your first book? It is From Sorrow to Amazing Grace, correct, Keith? Uh, correct, yes. Uh, I also did a, a rewrite that was uh, released uh, last month. Oh, okay. What's that called? Uh, it's it's the same uh, same, same title, title from from sorrow to amazing grace. Uh, it just has okay. uh, new content and added content. Awesome, awesome. Would you call it uh, autobiographical? Or what would you a, call it? I would call it a faith based uh, autobiography. Okay, um, cool. It, it's focused on your your. It's focused on a certain part of your life, but it's about your whole life, correct? It, it is. It's about life before, during, and after law enforcement and my experiences with uh, trauma and uh, recovery from that trauma uh, through faith and uh, resiliency. Amen. Amen. And how can they get a hold of that book and this book? Are, I'm, I, assume, I know they're both on Amazon, but what's the best way to get a hold of you if they want you to speak or be interviewed or to get a hold of the books? What's, uh, give them some contact information. You know, I would say that uh, LinkedIn, I mean, all you, all you need to do is Google me, uh, Google my name, Keith Notech, okay. and, uh, you know, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, there's also a okay. Facebook page, uh, Gunrunner Book on, on Facebook. Okay. Um, you can message me through that app as well. Awesome. Awesome. And his book, From Sorrow to Amazing Grace, is really how I met you, Keith. I remember uh, Law Enforcement Day, Jay Wiley, a friend of ours. Uh, so he uh, told me about you. He said, hey, I got this great guy. I think you'd like to meet him. Uh, and he might be a good guest. And I reached out to you. And it was the divine appointment. You know that. It was two brothers uh, from different mothers coming together. But it was funny. Jay uh, over at Law Enforcement Today Radio is the one that connected us. And we've become brothers in Christ and uh, friends, which uh, shows you how incredible it is. Which brings us to the third player. Actually, God's always the first player. But we talked about you. We've talked about Morrow and writing the book. But there is this other person. Dr. King. And, you know, when I heard in the comment section reading about uh, when uh, when Mario met Dr. King, it's, uh, you know, I'm thinking of Dr. Martin Luther King. I'm thinking, wow, he's, he's a civil rights guy, too. <laughs> but it's a great name. Dr. King automatically, you know, prominent. So tell us uh, about this third player in this whole thing, Dr. King, because he's a fascinating man. And what was his role in this? What impact did this have on him from your perspective, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're right. Uh, David King is a fascinating man. Uh, you know, he has all these uh, titles. He's a, a Fulbert Colonel in the Army Reserves. He's a he's a doctor. He's an associate professor of medicine at uh, Harvard Medical School. And uh, he's like, hey, just call me Dave. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Dave. 
he's he's does many things. Uh, you know, a little known fact about him is he's he has 15 patents for medical devices that he's invented. He's the wow. guy who invented uh, rescue foam, which is uh, wow. a blood blood stopping uh, agent that uh, is now widely used. It has a military application on the battlefield, obviously, but in the civilian wow. world as well. Uh, Dave King is the doctor. He's the trauma center surgeon who basically God used to save Mario's life. He, when Mario was lying dead on the operating table, uh, Dr. King uh, cut open Mario's arm, stuck his hand in Mario's chest, and manually massaged Mario's heart back to life. Wow. Uh, and wow. and not just once, but three times. Wow. Um, Mario was a, you know, by all uh, layman's terms, a hopeless cause. But yeah. uh, David King, being the skillful uh, surgeon that he is, uh, was able to go in there and save his life. And I believe wow. it was, just, you know, divine intervention, of course, as well. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, in the fascinating man i remember you're you were impressed with him we watched that video with him and again and, and the interesting thing is I, I think mario has the catholic background is that correct is he catholic he does he does he's roman yeah, catholic I, I could hear that yeah i could hear that uh and at the from hearing the interview with dr king uh just the words he used i, I didn't feel like he was a regular churchgoer <laughs> See, i know no. uh, you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about but good yes, guy good guy he, 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 yeah he, 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 Good, good guy. He takes he takes command of the f bombs. <laughs> yeah, yes he does. Yes he does. He should have been a sailor, not a marine or whatever he was. Right? He should have been a sailor. Army. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that army. Yeah. So, but but a good guy nonetheless. A good guy. And remember, I always go back to the thief on the cross. See, God tells us not to judge, and that's what He's talking about. He doesn't tell us not to have discernment. He doesn't tell us to beware of false prophets. He tells us all that. He tells us to know the word. But what He says is, you don't know who are my kids. So don't you don't get to decide who's saved and who's not saved. This could be the worst person in the world. I'm not saying Dr. King is. Please don't hear that. But remember the thief on the right. cross. He did Absolutely. nothing for God. He didn't even know right. God. And then yet he, but at the very end, he acknowledged him and asked him for forgiveness. And God said, you will be with me in heaven tonight. Now, he might not, he might be a homeless guy in heaven. I, I, I'll take homelessness in heaven any day than a mansion in hell. I don't know about you, so I'll take it. Absolutely. Uh, any I'm with you. Day over. Yeah, amen, amen, amen. So that's <laughs> fascinating. So I think Dr. King, this has to affect him. And that's kind of where I want to go for the, for the rest of this interview. And by the way, the phone lines are open. If you want to ask Keith any questions, he's a 30 year uh, retired police officer. Uh, this is actually his uh, third book, and this is a huge book, a bestseller already on Amazon. I think it's going to continue to climb the charts, and I also know it's going to open many doors for Keith. He's also an Awakening graduate, Leadership Awakening. Matter of fact, if you listen to our show regularly, we don't say names, we don't identify them, but one of the testimonial commercials is an interview I did with Keith after his Leadership Awakening class. And, and so I really want to know what's different, you know, because Mario was a good guy uh, before this happened. You know that. Right. Yes, I know that. Absolutely. And the, way, and the way I know that, just to let you know, is because I read it because I went to the comments section uh, what people said about on the book. And this is right off of Amazon dot com uh, from uh, these are testimonials about the book. 
He said, uh, verified purchaser. I have the honor to know Mario Oliveira as a friend and brother. He helped my family when I was in need, and I have stood by him ever since. I knew this story before it was written and was allowed to view chapters of the manuscript uh, before it was published. I can tell you everything you will read in this absolute truth. You will not be able to put this book down. Just incredible. Another comment on Amazon.com. I read this book in one day. It pulled me in from page one, and I couldn't put it down. It pulls on the heartstrings, and you realize the sacrifice the men and women in blue make every single day. And one more. Uh, this book has it all. Crime, justice, faith, resiliency, and hearts that refuse to give up. That's Dr. King. That's Mario. And I'm going to tell you right now, Keith, I know you. That's Keith Notek. So hearts that refuse to give up. Mario's will to not only live and survive, but that he continues to prosper in inspiring on so many levels. As you read the book, you can see and feel the type of guy Mario is, but his true character shows up after his retirement and recovery from such a traumatic ordeal when he continues to dedicate his lifetime and energy in the pursuit of helping Amy, uh, any and all law enf enforcement officers who have or who, God forbid, do suffer the way he did and their families. He will succeed in getting every state in the union to pass legislation that helps in this endeavor. It is, was an emotional read for all of us, not only from the law enforcement community, but also from the close-knit city of Somerville, Massachusetts, who know him. And after reading this book, I have to think and believe God indeed sent Dr. King into Mario's life. And for that, we are forever grateful. What I keep hearing is this thing called change. That this yes. event, this was a line in the sand. This is a way to begin anew. And why does that matter? Because I believe this is all God's doing, and you know it too. I think Mario has a ta God tapped Mario on the shoulder and said, I'm not done with you. I think Mario, I mean, God topped, uh, tapped uh, Dr. King on the shoulder, and he said, you're mine. You just don't know it yet. And he's been on you for a while now. It took a low point for you too, and God uses the valley. I always tell people, don't waste the valley, Keith, because you're there for a reason. And as soon as you get the lesson, God's going to take you to the mountain of God. He always goes from the valley to the mountain of God. But the valley is a gathering place, a place to grow, a place to learn. But he doesn't leave us there. And so just a couple of Christian, uh, scripture references. Isaiah 43. Do not call to mind the former things. Pay no attention to things of old. Behold, this is 19. I'm about to do something new, Dr. King. I'm about to do something new, Mario. I'm about to do something new, Keith. Even now it's coming. Do you not see? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, streams in the desert. Isaiah, for behold, I will create new heavens and a new earth. Ezekiel, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you, right? John 3, 3. Yes, truly, truly, I tell you, right? You got to be born again. You hear it? All over. It's about new beginnings. Uh, we got about a minute and a half. Maybe it's not fair, uh, but... Uh, what, what difference has writing this book made to you? Let's just see if we can cover that in a minute so far. Sure. <clears throat> There's this guy named uh, Mr. Black. Uh, perhaps you've heard of him. Uh, <laughs> And there's a quote that I use regularly uh, from this guy, Mr. Black. Low points can become grow points. And I use it all the time because it, it with Dr. King, with Mario, with me, our low points uh, have become grow points. Um, God used these things to, to, you know, not break us. Okay, maybe we were broken down, but we yeah. were rebuilt. God used Amen. them to rebuild us into his creatures, into his work, 
to carry out yeah. his will. And that's, Amen. you know, just hearing, hearing the story, being involved in the book, uh, it just reaffirms my, my belief in, in God and in my Amen. Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, Amen. Amen. And we're going to keep on for one last segment. Get ready to go hard, uh, hard break. And uh, I just want to talk a little bit more in depth about the book. I want to kind of go into the two questions. One, what is that thing that he learned? And two, who was that masked woman? Who was that nurse? If you're willing to share those after the break, we'll continue the conversation with Keith Notick, uh, the best-selling book, Gunrunner. We'll be right back. Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back. 
Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, uh, we are blessed to have a good friend, Leadership Awakening graduate and author, Keith Notek. And a couple of house uh, cleaning items. Uh, for those of you listening on the radio show, uh, this is our last segment. For those of you listening on Living Life Like It Matters, the podcast, uh, stay tuned because when the radio show ends in this segment, there's a actual fifth segment, some bonus content that Keith and I uh, will share with you. So for those of you listening on Living Life Like It Matters, uh, stay tuned because after this this segment here, there will be another segment of content, uh, that special uh, new content. And so wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us, Living Life Like It Matters, Living Life Like It Matters. And it's a biweekly podcast every Tuesday and, I mean, every Monday and every Thursday. Monday is story time with Mr. Black, and then Thursday is episodes and information like we're doing now. And the phone lines are open, so if you want to ask Keith a question, Question, have any comment, uh, you can call in at 651-289-4466. So I don't know if I, it's fair or not, Keith, but I want to ask, because in the uh, promos and in this stuff explained about the book, uh, it says, a uh, true crime book centered on real-life Boston area detective hero Mario Oliveira, who embarks on a series of interconnected gang crimes that leads to his own murder. It's during death that he learns his most important lesson. He's here to tell you about it. And it says afterwards, what happens when we die? So it is during death that Mario learns his most important lesson. Are you able to share that lesson with us and our listeners? Yeah, I can go into a little bit of it. Uh, you know, it would be okay. better coming from Mario yeah. um, because, it, you know, yeah, it's so, so powerful. Yep. But, um, yeah. you know, people, there's more to, to this earthly existence. Uh, you know, your body just doesn't die, and that's it. That's all there is. Uh, the nurse that visited Mario in the hospital happened to be his deceased grandmother. She was there to. That was my him. other question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. Yeah. Spoiler Good. alert, Good. people. Uh, <laughs> but um, stunning. You know, he, stunning. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell, you tell, know, how, Mario, did, how did you realize it was his grandmother? How did he realize it was a grandmother, if you don't mind me his, asking? His mother uh, brought a framed picture of her deceased mother, uh, Mario's grandmother, and said, Mario, I want you to hang this on your wall. And when he looked at the picture, he fell to his knees. Uh, he's like, oh, my gosh, that was my nurse. That was my nurse that visited me in the wow. hospital. See, she had been wow. deceased for many, many, many years, you know, decades, really. And uh, Mario uh, was just a little kid when he, you know, got to, to grow, you know, grow up in Portugal and, and meet her. And uh, she never did move to the United States with the rest of the family. So Mario's memories of her were very, very early memories. Wow. And so that woman, and when he told Dr. King... Well, that nurse really covered me. And we're like, what nurse? Uh, right. That nurse was actually his grandmother. Now, that nurse touched him. That nurse comforted him. That nurse did all these things. Physically, he interacted with this nurse, correct? Correct. That's stunning. Yeah. That's just stunning. You know, God that says doctor... he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. You know, go ahead. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Dr. King couldn't wrap his mind around that whole that whole situation. It's not that he did not believe 
Mario because Mario remembered everything. Mario was dead. Mario knew what was going on around him. Mario remembers Dr. King saying certain things. And, And Dr. King, it wasn't that he didn't believe me, just didn't understand the phenomenon. Uh, because yep. he's a man of science, yep. right? He's a man of yep. science. He's a medical doctor. Yep. You know, we're talking about Dr. physiological, <laughs> yeah, physiological yep. and biological things. Um, yep. You know, as opposed to spiritual things. But uh, yep. eventually, as the yep. reader will find out, Doctor King uh, uh, really got to dive deeply into the spiritual realm ten years after uh, Mario's death and resurrection, so to speak. Mm. Wow. And see, here's a man who's been in battle. Here's a man who saved life. Here's a man who reached his heart into someone's chest and massaged his heart physically to keep him alive. People can get the God complex. He's successful. He's an athlete. He's a sought-after speaker, leader, doctor. See, this guy could be his own God. And in today's world, we make ourselves into gods. And this is why I think God got a hold of Dr. King. God uses all things for all purposes. He doesn't give up. He is long-suffering, one of his greatest traits. And God says in order for something to live, something must die. We can't plant a seed until that seed dies, and from that dead seed comes new life. Uh, it is I who, it's not I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. I daily, I die to myself. Uh, I must pick up my cross daily and follow after him. God tells us this. And this that line in the sand, and God is tapping on Dr. King's shoulder. God is tap, tapping on Mario's shoulder. So I'm going to ask you a personal question. Mm-hmm. What is your outcome? What do you want? Why did you write this book? What do you want from other people to take from reading this true story? You know, I'm glad you asked that question because we all live in the world, right? We know what's going on today. Uh, Things are pretty crazy and convoluted. Uh, You know, for people who don't know Christ, you know, times are uncertain. You know, we have this pandemic thing and, you know, I won't go into the dynamics of all that, but... You know, it, it definitely impacted everybody, and now there's a war going on in, in Eastern Europe, and, and you know, we got the gas prices soaring, inflation. This is an uplifting story. This story is just reaffirmation that God is bigger than all of this stuff. God created the world. God is bigger than the world. He's bigger than all of it. He's bigger than all of us. He can do anything. You know, I like the way Dr. King kind of summed it up. And, and, you know, I wrote the book. It's pretty raw. I mean, there's, you know, I throw out some F-bombs and whatnot, but that that really happens. Those are quotes. Uh, Life isn't always pretty. Life isn't always pretty, and it's not always, you know, uh, scriptural, you know, um, Dr. King sums it up in that God is alive and well today. He may not be feeding the masses or parting seas like you can read about in Scripture, but he's he's doing these things. He's he's doing miracles every day, like he did in Dr. King's life, like he did in Mario's life, and heck, like he did in my life. You know, I'd probably oh, be dead if if. You know, if I didn't pull my head out and and renew my faith and my belief in Christ. So, 
innings. It's a, See, God's yeah, not done enough. with us. That's why we're t- – No. Yeah. yeah. And that's why God tells us, boy, today, if you hear a, a tapping on your heart, if you feel, hear God and call on you, don't delay. Uh, don't tarry. Today is the day. And I want you to know, Keith and I believe the same way. We, we're both, first and foremost, children of God. Everything else is secondary. And nothing brings us greater glory to make an impact on someone for the kingdom uh, and to actually praise someone in the kingdom. So uh, please, uh, 651-289-4466 is the number here. But you can call me anytime. My number's on the website. Uh, Keith, you can reach out to Keith. I don't care what you want to talk You want to talk about God? You need to talk about God? I know Keith would love to talk to you. I know I'd love to talk to you. Uh, and Keith, I just want to show I'm proud of you, brother. I really am. Uh, I'm proud of uh, who you're becoming. I'm proud of the man of God you're becoming. Uh, I'm proud of your heart because you got a good heart. And I just, I just wish the utmost uh, in success on this book, Gunrunner, because it sounds like an incredible book. I'm going to be reading it over the weekend. Uh, looking forward to it. Uh, so again, Keith, I want to thank you, my friend. Uh, God bless you. Anything before we let you go that you'd like to say to the listening audience? Anything you have left untouched? You know, I think we've touched just about everything, but I just want to wish uh, wish all of your listeners well, uh, and I want to remind them, you know, don't if you're going through some some hard times, some struggles, don't suffer in silence. There's people out there who care, and God cares. Amen, amen. And uh, Keith cares, I care, and there's millions of others. You just got to speak up, speak up. All right, my friend, God bless you, and uh, good luck to you. We'll talk soon, my friend, okay? Thank you, my brother. God bless. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes in life we just got to have a mantra. We've got to fight the good fight. And I'm going to suggest to you sometimes the fight the good fight is between the stimulus and the response. You know, last month was National Mental Health Awareness Month. And people are struggling. People are hurting. Hurting people hurt people. You can ban all the guns you want. They'll find other ways to kill people. And uh, be honest with you, you're going to take me out. I'd rather a bullet to the head than a knife to chop me up. You can take away all the devices, but the issue's still there because the issue is the human heart. And until we deal with the issue of hurting people, then hurting people will always hurt other people. That's why we're called to live our lives like it matters because you never know when you could be the one person that allows someone to start fresh, become a new creation. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached, and, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger, and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.